One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, if I sang this, if I sang these lyrics to you, would you know what song it was? I'm going to give you a sound bite. Ready? Uh-huh. Ready? <clears throat> White t-shirt. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Is that what it sounds like or are you doing a fun take on what it sounds like? I am singing it verbatim, matching this artist note for note. I'll sing another part. Tight little skirt. Oh, Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> I don't know if she does it that like operatically. Really? Because I could not stop doing it all weekend. And Hunter was like, yeah, we're just like in separate green rooms. And I just hear you going skirt. <laughs> from the other <laughs> I think it's a very, if you isolate that part of the song, I don't know why I'm thinking of that song. It's a very, it's weird. I feel like in the way that people that live near a train kind of don't hear it anymore, Hunter probably doesn't hear 90% of what you say into. It's just his brain has tuned it out. I think part of living with me, whether it's someone I work with or my husband, is just knowing that I will be making weird noises from another room that I'm not even aware of. (laughs) Tiny shirt. Now you're all, all the women who listen to this and the dudes are going to go listen to Taylor Swift, that song. It's such a good Mm -hmm. song. And they're all going to make tiny little skirt. Is that style? I don't know what it's called. I think it's yes, about yes. Harry Styles. Is it? No. I be- I believe. I think it's about suicide. <laughs> okay. You can pretty much just guess that any song's about that or having an orgasm. Um, if somebody could get me the vocals like isolated from that song without the background music, I think it'll sound very weird. Hi, little shirt. <laughs> okay. Female comic work on that. Shames. Taylor Swift. I think we don't live in that world anymore, but I'm so scarred by like how fucking sensitive and shitty people online are that it's always like female comic dares to have breakfast, forgets other people don't have access to breakfast, isn't grateful enough. Sure. I've had some coffee. I don't coffee. think Taylor okay. would come for you. No, I am a big fan of Taylor Swift. Without I owning- that she's a good person. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'll tell you what, I, I don't know. I've always been a fan of hers and I think people are shitty to her and I think she's brilliant but I don't own any of her albums. (laughs) I definitely have assorted songs. And I like, like when I see news about her, I read it and I'm like, good for her. I, there's, yeah. Yeah, she's, you know what? Sometimes the burden of genius, (laughs) sometimes it's very heavy. It's a heavy load to bear. Sometimes as Atlas, she's got to shrug it down. Set her all down. Folks, 
Lots of feedback from, there's just a bunch of eyelashes on my desk. That's gross. From from real ones know. or fake ones? They're real and I and they're not mine. A lot of people coming to the shows this weekend. Um, I just got back from Santa Rosa, full disclosure, city I'd never heard of in California, Sacramento, vaguely aware. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm just kidding. And um, Saratoga, which is by Cupertino, which is where all your Apple products come from. A city none of us were aware of until we all got the new, got an Apple, an iPhone. And we were like, Cupertino. And uh, the crowds were impeccable. And it always makes, warms my heart when I do meet and greet or read the letters and people are like, love the podcast. So we do it for you guys. And thank you. I mean, I do it for me and my ego, but I love that people <laughs> like it. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, if if no one was listening, you might get a little bored because we wouldn't get any questions. <laughs> Never stopped a comic from cranking out that content though. And this is not my top of the cob, but this is just how random the internet is. So, you know, you make these TikToks, you announce tour dates, people put money, like effort in their TikToks. I made a TikTok. I stitched a reaction to something a girl said. Mm-hmm. To date. Hold on. Let me check it right now. Oh I did boy, this. Are you going to brag about views? I actually am because I am floored by how disgusting this is that people work super hard. And yet I farted this out in a green room. Eight million views. That's, look, I, I TikTok is seemingly incredibly random. It's. And. People, uh, people like asking the secret and then there's not one. You know what the secret is? Actually, I think it has to like strike a nerve and it has to like the younger generation loves things that are genuine and authentic, which is crazy for how much garbage they respond to. But a genuine reaction or something that like gets you in your soul, you're like, oh my God, I did used to say that. Oh my God, that is what my teacher said. Like uh-huh. it's like a, a digital form of standup where you're saying the thing that's like, oh my God, we do all think that. There's but that's, it's a also a mob that can turn very quickly. I know they were all, I saw something online about how they were all trying to, they're saying some anime was bad and then the anime fans were fighting back. And I was just like, oh my God, because TikTok, like one thing goes viral, galvanizing yeah. a group in a sure. certain way. For and, an hour. Oh, the, and also, no, the ones that said that you could borrow an ebook and return it and save money really screwed up a lot of authors because they have to pay for those returned ebooks out of like their profits. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it so, is that thing where yeah. younger people are like, here's how to hack it. The world sucks. It's like, but are you hurting someone that you don't see with your hack? Because that kind right. of flies in the face of all of your public facing altruism. So I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. Um, also, don't forget, never forget, just because somebody is an influencer doesn't mean they're qualified. Like just because somebody reviews something and says it's shitty, like that person is probably not someone you would associate with in real life. So don't ever forget the internet lies, do your own research. That being said, I'm not lying to you when I say 8 million people looked at this. <laughs> if you imagine if you were making up views on your video. No, but we do trust the internet and that like I replaced wiring the other day and just watched a video and was like, I guess this is fine and stuck my hands in there. Like YouTube yeah. said I could do it. <laughs> We assume most people, also, I always check the comment section, even in yeah. the news. Like if you want details, like a lot of it, like the LA Times is just bots. They'll be like mass shooting today in Riverside. And then it's like, come touch me. I'm so grateful for Kathy's help with Bitcoin. Or like, cool, yeah. you just got to clean this out. But if you ever want more details, always go into the comment section because people like pop off and say real shit. Yeah. That's how you get like the background story. Yeah. The replies to the tweet from the news agency where they link to another article. It's always the spot to go. If you're ever confused or not sure how you feel, the comment section will tell you. But then also (laughs) ignore those people because they're terrible. They are. Never forget. Do your own research. Um, We got questions. You got questions. We have answers. And I'm ready to go. All right. 
Do we have a non-anonymous question from Mustache Maven? Okay, she wants you to know. He? I'm a theater professor, and I've noticed that my students, generalization, have a hard time with irony. Ooh. What advice do you have for introducing or teaching irony to an unironic generation? Yay to y'all for all the life things, Julia. First I'm of all— positive I know what irony is. It's that thing where, like, nobody knows. It's irony it's is— it's not the Alanis Morissette's. I was going to say, start with Jagged Little Pill. Start with mm-hmm. ironic. Um, I think it has to do with context. And I think it's just a tough thing to grasp because you need like examples of it. So I'm not a teacher. I don't know why they have a tough time with it. I think too much internet, not enough real world interactions. But I think that that this new generation may be past irony because they're so self-aware. Like Mm. you can't even be making a joke about the institution because we already know the institution is bullshit. So we're so beyond that. I think it's also like a cerebral thing. Maybe they're just too young. And there were so many years of people like would say, oh, I'm doing this ironically. I like this ironically. Uh-huh. But at, at a certain point, if you're talking mm-hmm. about a thing, you like a thing, you're wearing the thing, you're just supporting the thing. It's not ironic. Absolutely. So I think that added was a lot of blurred lines. Like I think our generation, I think millennials in general were big on like, I'm wearing this ironically. Like hipster core was like, this is ugly, but I'm wearing it because it's ugly. Therefore it becomes cool. And now the next generation of that is like, I just see it as ugly, but they are not self-aware. They are not aware that they're appropriating, for example, mom jeans. Mm -hmm. They just know Mm -hmm. these are nineties jeans that are cool. Like you're two steps removed. So the initial thing, so like I actually talk about this. I have a whole chapter in this in my book, All Things Aside, where I talk about how our generation was the first one to do things ironically, appropriating the skin of someone, not racially. We're talking like wearing, and even Old Navy sold these, like wearing, you can pre-order All Things Aside right now. It's out in October. Um, pre, uh, wearing a shirt that looks like a mechanic shirt that says like mm. Biff. And so you would wear that as like an upper middle class kid or a middle class kid. The idea being like, isn't this funny that I'm wearing the costume of an adult who has a job we might look down upon? Mm. That's the context. And you can say it's not, but that's what it was. It was appropriating something of another world, not culturally, but um, not even financially, but just demographically. Something that you're so out of touch with. I'm wearing grandpa shoes because I'm not a grandpa, isn't this funny? So our generation did that. And now to them, it's just fashion. I don't know that a lot of younger people have like a true context for what they wear, which is okay. Because I'm not saying that we did it perfectly at our age, but like a great example is like in terms of appropriation, like when you see like a 19 year old girl, we'll, we'll say white with like injected lips, big lashes, long nails. And it's like, well, you're appropriating things. I'm not saying it's good or bad from black women, but the intention, but you have no idea you're doing that because all of your friends do are doing it. And the internet for as long as you've been exposed to it, the last couple of years has been doing that. And that is what fashion is. So where I think, I think that's part of it. It's because they're so removed from anything and no one's allowed to make fun of anything anymore. So we're kind of just living in like a hyper authentic yet distilled world. I should write a paper. <laughs> well, I think it also relates to the fact that like our pop culture and media is so, it used to be so earnest in a way. Mm. Like that's what I think was the big difference in Top Gun Maverick is that it's, it feels nineties because it's very earnest. I say this only because it's not like Ryan Reynolds and the rocks, like yucking it up. There's something genuine. And so all 
of media, though, for the last 10 years is like ironic or sarcastic or there's another layer or there's whatever. Right. And it makes it that nobody knows what anything is anymore or why they like something. I also think you're not allowed to be sarcastic anymore because it triggers everyone and everyone's feelings are hurt because nobody plays outside anymore. And so everything is just you're in like a sensitivity bubble. And I say that as like a liberal sensitive person. People, we got to set the phones down. But not this. Just keep jogging listening to this. Okay. Check it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Thank you. 
years ago, my mom started working with a man who from day one I thought was a total creep and was obsessed with her. Since then, they became close friends, hang out as couples, him and his wife, my mom and dad. He's been to my wedding, baby shower, etc. All seemingly innocent, but nay. Over the years, I've caught glimpses of suspect text messages. I love yous, I miss yous, etc. He's on her favorites list on her cell phone. And I recently caught her sharing our trip in ways when her and my dad drove me to the airport. My gut says they haven't done anything physical and she only flirts and entertains it for her ego, but who know, Who the F knows what she's done over the last decade? My question, do I confront her? If I did, I would write her a text or letter because I don't want the back and forth or to hear whatever excuse she comes up with, but I want her to know I know. But is it worth it to upset her or accuse her of something I don't have hard evidence of? Her decisions are her own, but I want to make it clear that she can't share me, my husband, or my son with this creep or his wife. Counterpoint, your mom's a swinger. No joke. I think a lot more of our parents do than we give them credit for. Uh, Other counterpoint, I didn't realize, I guess phones have favorites and I was like, she has a MySpace phone? Like she's in his top eight. No, you don't Uh, have like Noah on your speed dial. I have him as my emergency blood donor in case I'm dying (laughs) and I need someone's kidney. Um, I don't understand. Just go to your mom. First of all, it's so easy to look at your mom's phone. First of all, her password is your birthday. Or just like one 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 one, open that phone and look. Unless you're too afraid, eh. uh, I think they're swingers. But I also think you just sit down and be like, "What's up with this guy?" Also, if you found out she was cheating on your dad, do you want that burden? Do you want that information? I think the problem is right now she's kind of assuming that anyway, and so she's looking at her mom in a different way. And so the hope is that maybe she's not, but I love you and I miss you to a man with a wife when you have a husband does seem a little odd. Unless the wife is also on the chain. It's like, love you guys, miss you, haven't seen you in an hour. I don't know. You need more context, but you also should be able to sit your mom down and be like, here's what I've noticed. Please tell me if I'm wrong. I just, and you could say to her, be like, I don't want it to shape the way that I'm seeing you. And then get really teary and be like, cause you're my mom and I love you. And she'll be like, I've been fucking all the live long day. <laughs> right. I mean, I think it's fair to be like, look, I I have suspicions about your relationship with this man. He's not someone I want in my life if my suspicions yeah. are correct. No, don't say, to, don't say that first. Don't say that first because then she might not. She'll be like, well, oh, I don't. She might not say it. This is about think, you and your mom. Yeah, but she has a right to know that what's going on with this guy she's bringing to her wedding, et cetera. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. I But I think it's, forget about the guy. Don't bring up the guy as much, like insofar as like, I need to know if he's going to be around. You want to know that she's okay. Are you and dad having problems? Is this consent? Like, what if it, what if she's a swinger? Are you cool with that? As long as dad's getting off too? <laughs> you got to do a sit down with your mom, woman to woman, and just be like, I just kind of need to know because this is messing with me and I'm and you're my mommy. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's the nature of your relationship with, this dude. Because what if it's not the dude? What if she's sleeping with the wife? It's not about the dude. It's about your mom. Okay? Get in there. Okay. Hot in sex. There. Hot parental sex. Sorry, I shouldn't make a joke. But I did. Oh, but I did. Hey, Liza, Emily, Snow Peach, Smokey Husky, Little Tree Frog. First, congratulations to Liza Noah on having a gorgeous baby girl. And congratulations, Emily, on your new home. Hope you're settling in. How long do we each get to milk these Ooh. achievements? Until we each get what we want. Until I get a free college education and you get some new wicker <laughs> furniture. 
<laughs> Eliza just watched you on the Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin Ladies Night Live. Firstly, you look fabulous. Loved the skirt. Thank you. Second, were you nervous to perform along with other comedians? And how was it meeting Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda? Thanks. Jane. This is from Jane. Probably Jane Fonda under an alias. Wait, why would I be nervous? I don't know. You don't get, some performers get, you know, Barbra Streisand is nervous before every single show. Some people get nervous. She has debilitating stage fright. That's weird. Um, (laughs) That's weird to have such an extraordinary career and still feel that way. Um, I don't get nervous. I think whenever there's a camera involved, you of course want to shoot to kill because you, those jokes that I did, by the way, so that's material that I had to burn that wouldn't be going in the special, but I'd been doing it all pandemic. Like people mm-hmm. are so dumb because not you because like they get offended at a joke or they're like not funny and it's like no it's funny and I didn't create these jokes in a vacuum like you do these jokes to tens of thousands of people over years hundreds of thousands even perfecting them so I was like if I don't do the L A waiter eating outdoors joke now it won't be relevant at all soon and the woke stuff I started doing like a month after Black Lives Matter because I was just so over all the performative stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And if I didn't do it now, it was prescient. Because if I didn't do it now, it would be like, it would look as if I was commenting on the commenters of woke culture when really this joke's been around from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Anywho, not nervous, more excited to kind of get those jokes out uh, and burn them and get them out there. Burning is when you do material that, that you don't get to use again. Definitely not nervous. Super excited to do my part on the lineup. Um, I, well, was there a different feeling to it than just doing a show that it's just your show? Um, a lot less heavy lifting, you know, and you kind of just show up. And I'm friends. I I hadn't met some of those other girls before, but like Angela Johnson and I are friends. So got to hang out with her. Rachel Bloom and I got to chat. Um, I, I knew a lot of them. Everybody was super nice. You know, I think we want women in comedy to be catty and mean. It's really never been my experience. No, I, and Angela might be one of the nicest people on the planet, not just great. in comedy. So it was nice to like see your friends. My It was just super chill. Really, we did two tapings and I had already been... What did I do that day? I did something. I filmed something that was it hey. Jimmy Kimmel that day? Thank you. So I came, so I was just tired. And so it's like, now we're doing the second taping. Sorry, the audience isn't loading in. I'll tell you, are just like, I just want to fucking go home. Um, and they didn't. It was funny. They had us all come out at the end. And they they taped it the first time. And I was just like, can I go after the second one? Like, you don't need this twice. You're only going to use one of them. Um, that being said, I may not be in the end. <laughs> they may not have used it. No, it was great. Uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda are iconic. I didn't really, they were kind of just doing their thing. It wasn't like a welcome to our show, ladies. Like, they're bit, they're tired and it was late. I think, uh, so it was just, look, the check clears. Netflix is happy. I got to see some friends. I got to wear a dope outfit and do material that wasn't going to go on the special. Mm-hmm. So that's what you get, folks. Good time. Yeah. So for anyone who's going to see Eliza live or is excited for her special, this, the Lily and Jean Fonda special is different material. So you Completely. must watch all to complete the collection. Well, yeah. But just know I bring that same heat and attitude. <sighs> Yeah, we're not sitting up there. I'm not up there to like do some like half-baked jokes. We're there to give you some scathing, hot social commentary that's honest. And there to offend the dummies and bring down the house in a leather skirt. I just don't know if people understand in this industry how impressive it is the 
quantity and quality of that quantity that you put out, like that so many comedians are not putting out as many specials as you are or also having different things. So I think they kind of assume it's all like one big show that you do for several years, like you're doing a Vegas residency. Can Can I tell you something? I appreciate that. So we did that that taping. It's not a special. I mean, it's a special to them, but it's not because I only did 10 minutes. We did that taping, put the clip on. One of those clips got something like, and I'm only saying this because, you know, a lot of times Netflix is a joke. They'll put out your clips. People see them. Your fans see them. People say horrible things. And that's that. I never think about it again. <laughs> but they, you know, they're like, what's, whatever. They put this out. I'm only going to say this because I was, I thought this was very cool. Um, Almost half a million views. Mm-hmm. for the first clip they put out. And I was like, that's really cool. When you get numbers like that, you're attracting people via the algorithm that wouldn't necessarily be your fans in a good way, in a bad way. And so I made the mistake. I read a, I was a little nervous because I haven't released something like a special in so many years and it's a muscle and you forget how great it can feel and how shitty it can feel. And most yeah. of the comments are positive, but you see a couple negative ones. And I just decided in that moment, it was like a defining moment in my career. I was like, I'm actually done explaining myself. So if you don't understand something because you came to the jokes, not wanting to like me, not liking women, really upset that I exist, I'm not gonna, it's like this really conservative thing that people do where they try to get you to like explain yourself Mm -hmm. or liberal people do it. The woke joke is fucking fire. The Karen joke is fire. I'm sorry if you don't understand nuance, context, irony. I'm sorry if you don't understand all these (laughs) things. It's true. Most people are dumb and that's why they don't get it. But I was just like, I'm not going to ever, ever, ever go into the comment section, uh, explain or defend. Mm -hmm. And I actually found a lot of freedom in that because it's easy to get in there and be like, well, you know, fuck you. And here's what you didn't. It doesn't matter. You watched it and you know who I am. And I know it's funny because we took a poll. (laughs) We've been doing these acts and it just felt really good. And I just decided in that moment, I was like, I create, you consume. That's the relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to explain myself. Hmm? So even going forward, if I say something, if, it, if there are things in life that you will say and you made a mistake and you want to correct that, but moving forward, if you have a problem with something I said or something I did, that is on you. It's not my job to make you feel better. Well, yes and no. I mean, obviously, if you do something horrible, I you said don't that, get a free pass, but- No, I said well. that. I, I, if, I, if there's something true, like if I get up there and I'm like, you know- all people with brown hair should die, whatever. We got to <laughs> right. fix that. But my jokes don't come from a bad place. And th- this is more about ignorant people choosing to stay ignorant versus, you know, or people choosing to be offended. Look, not every joke's going to be for you. Not every thing is going to be your favorite, but I'm an artist and I don't have to explain it. Right. Personal, personal preference. Ever, other people's thoughts on you is none of your business. It's truly, I, I felt it in that way and it was really freeing. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm glad it bothered some people. I'm glad it ruffled your feathers. And I guarantee you, it ruffled your feathers just enough that you're going to watch more of me. Because even if you, most people love to love me, but if you love to hate me, it's a thin line. Chances are you just want to be a fan. You just don't know how. Let me love you. Let you love me. Ticky, 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 boom. All right, we've got a long one. I'm gonna I'm gonna condense on the fly here, but I will say that it starts out. I apologize for the long, long context backstory, but I think you'll need it all to give your best advice yet on Ask Eliza. Oh wow. Really right. setting me up for success. <laughs> setting you up. Yeah, this is your best ever. So everybody can listen to it at one and a half speed. 
<laughs> I married my wife in 2019, and even before we got married, there is a huge disconnect with my brother-in-law, we'll call him Bill, his wife, we'll call her Jill, Jill's family, and my wife's family. Bill is my wife's brother. Okay. Okay. Is this my a guy or a girl I- writing? It's a girl, I believe. And they got married? Yeah. I believe it's a girl. I think it's two ladies. Two ladies married. And then Bill and Jill are the brother-in-law and his wife. Okay. My first interaction with my wife's family was in 2017. Whenever Bill and Jill attend family events, they keep to themselves minus meals. My wife's family is spread out all over the world, Australia, Hawaii, Colorado. So get-togethers tend to be renting two Airbnbs next door over four to seven days. Sounds like a lot of sun damage. A lot of sun damage. Very tan people. Bill and Jill stay the shortest amount, never participate in family activities, and make the trips awkward. The one trip we all went to a beach town, and if they weren't in their room feeding the baby, then they were going for, quote, a walk, which was always seven to ten miles long, no family (sighs) invited. What is that? It's a death march. Wait, can I just say something before you even finish? They don't like that you're gay. But if you think we need more context. that's it? Probably. What else could it be? Go ahead. That they don't want to hang out with their family. I don't know. Okay, fast forward to mid-2019. Bill and Jill decide to move from NorCal to Colorado. That's fine, except when they move, they drove right past mom and stepdad's, their mom and stepdad's house without stopping. The only reason she knew they went past their house is Jill Instagram posted their first stop to their new home. Okay. Mom and stepdad were too afraid to make waves with Bill, so they tell my wife's dad in Reno that Bill and Jill are coming that way. My wife's dad calls Bill out, and Bill says he'll stop, but only if it's at a gas station right off I-80 so they won't lose time. Oh, wow. Dad dad gets to see Bill before he moves cross-country for five total minutes before Jill calls and says, we didn't want to lose any time, so we are past Reno. You'll have to catch up. I changed my mind. I know what this is. I know what this is. Bill Bill says he has to go and flies down the road. Neither grandparent gets to see grandson before moving across country. 2020 rolls around and my wife, active military, goes on her third combat deployment. While she's deployed, I get a temporary job in Colorado. I'm from there and stayed with friends, not with Bill and Jill. But I figured since we were within 20-minute drives of each other, we could build some sort of relationship. Not unless you're stopping at (laughs) at a quickie mart. The first time we met up, Bill asked how my wife was. This was her third deployment, and he had never reached out to her. No care package sent, no text messages, not even a postcard. A few weeks after that, Bill and Jill invited me to go to dinner and some family craft, think wine and paint, but for kids' place, they found on a Friday night. I go expecting it to be just them, but turns out Jill's parents had moved from North California to Colorado, and they were now living with them. Jill's mom, aunt, and cousins also showed up. During dinner, the conversation turned to the new house that Jill's parents bought. And then Jill's aunt goes, speaking of houses, Bill, Jill, have you set up your appointment with your contractor to tell them you're finishing touches on your house? Jill's aunt goes, sorry, geez, I'm just checking. If you don't do it, they'll do whatever finishes they want and you have to pay extra to change them later. Awkward silence. Okay. Okay, we go to this craft. It's awkward. I asked Jill straight to her face, are you guys buying or building a house? Jill said, no, I don't know why she would say that. We're looking, but haven't put money down or even really gotten serious. No, she doesn't want you to move in. I could tell she was lying. Went home, asked my wife if I could call them out, and she agreed. (laughs) Before I did, I spoke with my in-laws about it too, and everyone was okay with me rocking the boat. Sent some long messages about how clearly Jill lied, that if they are buying a house, it's great news, and it clearly makes everyone in Bill's family feel like Bill and Jill don't want us to be part of their family. They don't. They're purposefully keeping us out of their life. Yep. Bill responded with simply, 
hey, yeah, Jill and I have had an eye on a new construction and put an offer down. We're hoping to make it happen. We will tell my family. Sorry you felt that way. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Oof. I love that as a response, though. Because it makes, it gaslights you into thinking you're crazy. Well, the person reaching out to him isn't even his family member. It's his sister's wife being like, why didn't you tell your family that you're buying a house? I mean, because they're doing new construction, Mormon style, and it's got like 15 bedrooms and they don't want you there. They don't want you involved. Immediately after sending that text, he mass texted the family a pic of the family in front of the new construction saying, hey fam, we're buying a home. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Just note, just note, no if I hadn't lived there, they had not told the family that they broke their lease and moved in with Jill's parents four months after moving to Colorado. Like, no one technically knew where they lived. The whole thing soured me to the max, so I never reached out again. Fast forward to now. COVID has made it so no travel is available, but the nephews have never spent a single holiday with my wife's family. The one-year-old has never met anyone in Bill's family, period, and they have Wait, no plans to meet them. The nephews, so I'm sorry, just because everybody else, I'm, I'm saying this for the fans. They're confused and they're scared. Okay, so there's a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Bill and Jill's one-year-old nephews, there's and four-year-old, four, have never spent any time with their aunt, your wife's family. Family, correct, but it's COVID. Family meaning grandparents. Meaning Bill's parents, yes. Okay, grandparents, got And it. sister, yeah. Okay, got it. So the four-year-old has met the family that I think they waved to him as he drove past to the gas station, but the one-year-old is new. Very special memory for everyone. Yeah. He was even born on my mother-in-law's birthday. No one cares. Keep going. More, more, more detail. Bill and Jill only reach out to us for Christmas and my wife's birthday. Def don't get any happy birthdays for me. They call my wife's parents maybe once a month for about a five-minute FaceTime where Bill tries to get his sons to say, hi, grandma. Last time the four-year-old said, what are you talking about? Grandma's outside. Oh, because her family was there. Mm -hmm, Uh mm -hmm. Yep. We believe my wife's parents feel neglected, robbed of their chance to be grandparents. My wife even asked her brother when he plans to visit them, and he just said nothing, didn't answer the question. We are considering leaving military life soon. We want to settle in Colorado and are planning a week vacation there to scope out options. Her and I are torn about seeing Bill, Jill, and the nephews. On top of how they treated our side of the family, Jill's family are anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers from the beginning. My wife's mother asked Bill about this, and he said, I would get it, but Jill's family is so against it, and I don't want to upset them, so I'll wait until they're ready. Yep. I've told chances my wife to be are, honest until, <laughs> until By the way, Bill, chances are if they're anti-vask and anti-max, they're not, like, in love with you marrying a woman. Chances right. are. <laughs> uh, good odds. I've told my wife to be honest and tell Bill that we won't be seeing him because his actions speak louder than whatever excuse he's going to say when she confronts him with his treatment of his family. She wants to just tell him it's because they aren't vaccinated. Yeah. How would you deal with a family dynamic like this and advice I can give to my wife to help her confront her brother? Love the pod. Wish you could do a show in Hawaii. Okay. Uh, I can. I why can. Do you wanna, <laughs> why do you want to hang out with them so bad? They don't want to hang out yeah, with you. Yeah, they don't want to hang out with you. They don't like that you're gay. And I'll tell you what, her close-minded, I'm not going to say conservative because you could be physically conservative, but her close-minded, we'll call it traditional, family doesn't like your hippie, gay, leftist, fully vaccinated family, okay? She, her family doesn't like your family and it's uncomfortable. And I don't like that you're gay and I'm sorry you can't separate the two. Let's say that's not true. Jill wears the pants in this family. Jill is the one deciding all the activities and your husband, your your brother, has got no balls and he just goes along with it. And it is on him to say, 
I want this relationship. And you, it coming from you, right? This is your wife's family. Yeah. You're going to come across and you already have like the aggressive lesbian, like in your face. Which one of you is deployed? The wife, right? The wife. Yeah. You're going to come across like a bulldog. And this happens even in male-female relationships. Like the wife comes across like the problem, which Jill is the problem. So you don't want to recuse yourself because it's breaking Jill's heart. But really what's breaking her heart is that the grandparents don't have a relationship. This is all on your brother. And since you're clearly comfortable with blowing things wide open, you should just say it in person or well, so call So we've gotten them. an update. Oh, okay. Well, then why did you write it? But I wanted to give this context. Right. Well, we all know what's going on. I mean, it's still related, but- She's Married so into a bunch then- of bigots. All right. The older Australian brother was flying to North California and everyone was going to fly and meet him except for Bill wouldn't fly there to meet him, which again, it's like, it's kind of like his family. But Bill started talking to his mom weekly. Okay. And they all had to FaceTime Bill and he didn't really want to talk to them, but he keeps talking to mom. And so the mother-in-law is like, oh, well now we're talking. So everything's fine. And I'm not mad anymore. Great. But our question asker wants to write a five-page email to them about what crappy people they are. Nope. What do you think about that? Nope. Do not do that. Do not do that. Um, this, first yeah. of all, it's, it's not really your battle. Um, you don't have any kids. And it's not really your battle. This is on Bill. And if the mom's saying she's okay, you got to let it go. Jill's a bitch who doesn't like that you guys are gay and they're weird. And what if, it, if they are straight and I, oh, and this was just... A different picture of two women in their profile. What do you think the reason is? Well, then there's, you got to have. Just doesn't look at like what's the relationship with the with the other siblings and the parents? Like you all moved really far away. Do you all love the parents that much? Does Australia brother love the parents that much? I he think you Australia. Look, no, that's not fair. People move very. I live across the country from my mom. People move places for different things. This is on that family. They may not be that close. If the mom says that she's okay, you got to kind of go with it. And I would never, ever send that email. Uh, I would if you want to pick up the phone, but think about what it is that you're really trying to get from them. Do you want them to admit that they don't like you and your choices? Um, Because all you're going to get is like, look, we just do whatever. Some people, I'm not even great with family stuff. I just went to visit my cousin and her new baby. And it's the first time I've ever been to her apartment. And I think she's had three of them. (laughs) I think if it's the person, I think I've been outside her apartment. (laughs) You've dropped stuff off for me. I'm not a big, you know, connector person, but I think as kids get older, it'll get better. But you be be careful because you will become the bad guy. And then you'll, your attitude will become the reason that substantiates them being far away. So just be careful. I think you need to look at why you care so, so much about what this other person is doing. This person who is not related to you and what they're doing to someone who is not related to you. Like, it's great that you love your mother-in-law and you want her to be happy, but why does this affect you? It's like that classic thing of you can't can't control other people's actions, but you can control your reactions. Why are you the most mad about someone's son not hanging out with them? I think you're going looking for an answer that you really want to get and you're going to get it and it's not going to change the narrative. Yeah, I mean, so, at this point, I would, out of spite, like, never see my family again because I'd be like, why does my sister's wife care what I'm doing? Yeah, you got to be as cool and as calm as no nuts Bill. Hey, guys, happy holidays, you know, and let your wife kind of take charge on this one. Um, No one's asked for the help and you're probably stronger than them. So you're like, I'll do it. You will become the enemy. So just be careful. Yeah, it's I'm sorry. just not. Jill sounds like a real pill. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Jill and Bill are right, but I just, it doesn't affect you at all in any way, shape, or form. Like, you get more time with the mother-in-law, great. Some Unless she's sobbing when you go over like, I haven't heard from Bill, then it's not a big deal. Yeah, you gotta be careful. But all the Have things that I said. Have you been so pumped to see a child? Like, oh, I gotta never. see those nieces and nephews. Literally and never. Get my hands on them. And, I don't get people that are really good, like aunts and uncles that are so pumped about it. I, I think, don't care I think you have all. to love your siblings so much in the first place. My mom and my sister have a great relationship and my aunt's always given me presents and she's always been the best. So is my uncle. Um, but we kind of, look, this is gonna upset a lot of people. But we kind of roll our eyes when someone's like, oh my God, I'm an uncle. You're like, I don't, that relationship doesn't carry much water. So. Right. Unless the parent dies. You, you know a child. You might have like access to a child. That's like, what you're telling me. Nothing will make my ears shut harder than you being like, oh my God, my little niece. You're like, okay. Is that your kid? Or no. people say nibbling. Ew, I love that. <laughs> Ew, I hate no, that. No, it's nieces and nephews all at once. Nibblings. Yeah. I don't, I would say that. Anyways. Oh my God, my nephew, ah, shut it. I don't care. I don't care. I barely care about your kid. Right. Because of genetics, I deeply care about my own, but I don't care about hearing about, oh my God, my little niece, she wears the tiny, (laughs) it's up there with, if, and I've talked about this, this is in my book as well. I have a whole thing about things that bother me. It's up there with, if we're talking about my dog, because she's here and how extraordinary she is, you telling me about your dog who's not there. My dog, Bailey. I'm like, she's not here. Like, why can't it just be about me and the thing that's here? My, my cousin, I went to go visit her. So he's my second cousin. My first cousin once removed. She just had a baby. And I went to visit him. She was like, don't bring Sierra. And I was like, oh, I would never. First of all, your kid hasn't had a shot. Second of all, this is your baby. We're here to see your baby. Like, why would I bring mine? Why did she think she had to tell you though? What did you do that indicated that you needed to be warned not to bring the baby? I think some people don't think and they just like, like just in case. And I showed up, I go, FYI, I was never bringing her. First of all, it's a don't schlep. you dare bring your baby. I don't know why she meant it, but I was like, first of all, she's sleeping. Second of all, she has a routine. Third of all, it's fucking hot. Fourth of all, your kid hasn't had a shot. Fifth of all, this is your day. I'd be more likely to warn you, like, don't bring your dog. I have a baby. I wouldn't assume you would carry your baby over because no. it's not show and tell. I don't take my baby most places. Kids got a life right. and a routine. No time. He's got a life. He's eating mashed up plums. Kick it. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. 
may whore. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, everybody. Love the podcast. This is from an anonymous female, 30. Here's a weird one. Anonymous female, 30. A weird one. I'm pregnant with our first child and my husband, my husband, my My husband, my husband is totally involved and supportive. But when it comes to telling people, he is so weird about it. Yeah. He doesn't feel comfortable being the center of attention. He always feels uncomfortable on his birthday and other occasions involving him being noticed. I can understand that and completely support him. Mm -hmm. But he thinks telling friends and family about the pregnancy is something that'll put him in the center of attention again. And he prefers not to tell. I told my friends and family because I wanted the support. And of course, they didn't put him in the center because, hello, I'm the effing mother. So the center retention is how I'm feeling and not him. But he's still nervous about it. As the weeks go by, the pregnancy starts to get visible. And I'm afraid his friends and family will figure it out just by looking at me. I asked him, how's he expecting it to be? And he said he'll never mention having a kid unless someone asks. It's not their business, he said. Like, it's not a meaningful thing happening in our lives. I told him it's not polite and even rude and hurtful to let people figure it out by looking at me. He doesn't (laughs) see it that way. He won't prevent me from telling his friends and family. I can do that if I decide to, but I hesitate to do that when he feels that way. Do you think I'm right? Is it insulting for people to find out that way? Is there a way of telling people that will not make him feel bad? Please don't tell me to dump him other than this weird thing. He's the perfect partner. My my God. Thanks. That's so funny. (laughs) Please don't dump. No, I wasn't going to tell you to dump him. I was actually going to say... My husband is not dissimilar. Um, He is very anti being center of attention. Like I have to like force him to autograph his own cookbooks. Um, Does not like to post stuff. Like he's very like that. I think your husband's nervous about becoming a dad. And I think he's trying to still, I mean, I'm sure he's excited, but like everybody mentally recalibrates in their own way. And I understand what you're saying. You're like, well, your friends are going to be left out. That's on him to deal with. And I think the family needs to know. The family needs to know. So why don't you, you can FaceTime them. 
and you'd be like, just sit here, I'll say it. You don't owe it to everyone and they can look at you and figure it out. It's not like you're 800 pounds and they're like, are you? We can't tell. Give your husband, like, I, I wouldn't cut him off at the knees for this, um, but it is a little weird that he's not going to tell his friends. So I think you got to get to the root of it. I think he's nervous. Yeah, what did his friend, do any of his friends have kids and did they just keep it a secret until one day they showed up with a child and they were like, oh, this is tell your husband. Tell your husband to listen to this. Tell him to listen to this podcast right now. It is very normal. It almost, you can frame it to him like it looks like you're not excited about this. It's normal to call and tell your close friends And other than that, he's right. Like nobody needs to hear anything and they can ask and then he can gush and say whatever. Give him a moment to wrap his mind around it. But it is weird to not deliberately, your friends will feel left out and that's strange. But have a little bit of grace for your husband who I think is just very nervous and doesn't know how to navigate this. Yeah, I just, is he thinking about the fact that like, so when they want to hang out after the baby's born, he's just gonna be like, I have stuff to do instead of being like, oh, I need to take care of my child. It just, you know, how long does he plan to not tell people when he's carrying that. the baby? If ask someone asks like, oh, it's your, a cute little baby. He's like, I don't know if I know this baby. It's none of your business. Yeah, I mean, there is, I, I get it to an extent because you're like, I don't want this life. Like, we don't want to be the annoying people about kids and stuff like that. You, everything finds a way. So Mm -hmm. I suggest you set aside like an hour one day to like call your like key friends and family and be like, we're just telling everyone. Maybe he's afraid you're going to miscarry. You know, maybe you can get past a certain point, you know, where it's safe, but get to the root of what it is because you can be like, you don't have to be the center of attention. No one's looking at you. You don't have to be the center of attention. I will FaceTime them with your blessing, but you should be there because then it looks like it's just me. Yeah, and if he likes his his parents and stuff, you know, they've, they're they going to want to know. Like, they're yeah, going to want to start picking out little gifts and, like, getting excited. Little ugly gifts that you're going to return. So get to the bottom of it, but don't, yeah. be too hard, don't be too hard. And also, you know, if you want to, you could always buy tickets to see me, and that would be a nice uh, activity <laughs> for you guys. Okay. <laughs> bring, him, bring him to Eliza's show, and then right as the show starts, send a mass text to yes. everyone in his phone list saying, I'm having a baby, and then turn his phone off and throw it. Oh my God, that's awesome. And then use the show to distract him. That's really great. I love that. Oh my God. Tell everyone you're having a baby and that he doesn't know. And you're trying <laughs> to keep it a secret for as long as possible. You want to present him with the baby when it's born. Like, this is yours. It's really funny. Hi, Eliza, Emily, baby Sierra, and baby Tianfu. I have a love question. I'm 35 weeks pregnant and listen to all your episodes. Yes. The father of my baby proposed to me two years ago. I'm not really a marriage girl, and I'm not sure we'll ever actually do a wedding, but we always spoke about sharing rings, the thin wedding band, a thousand times and feel it is a beautiful connection for us. Now, before giving birth, I just went ahead and bought the rings for us as a secret and a hormone impulse and want to do a proposal to him like, let's wear this as a commitment to our daughter. In a horny, cheesy thing. Horny impulse. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said horny. LOL. Okay. What would you recommend? Thanks and love you all. For the type of band? No, so they she bought the rings already and now, so they've talked about having promise rings and she wound up buying them and yeah, she wants recommend. to kind of propose to her uh, to her boyfriend. Oh. But not marriage, just she said, say something to him like, let's wear this as a commitment to our daughter. Um, I don't really understand I, that. I don't get it. <laughs> I think I think the commitment needs to be like I think, obviously you're committed to your daughter. I think, I think the if commitment you're is wear that matching rings. I think the commitment is that you're carrying her. Right. I don't know what you're doing, folks. I gotta be honest. I don't know what you're tiptoeing around. Uh, you should get married for like tax purposes, insurance purposes. It doesn't have to be romantic. You could do it at a courthouse. If you really don't want to get married, you think it's a sham, whatever. 
It's not about the commitment to the daughter. It's about a commitment to each other. You're committed right. to that daughter legally. The law yeah. will take care of it because of DNA, because of right. genetics. If you really want to go through with it, you want a cute thing, you know, you could hide it in his pasta. <laughs> Remember that used to be a thing? <laughs> Where like some woman's just like digging through her entree, her like chicken parm to find a princess a cut ring. Yeah, <laughs> chip a tooth. Um, or the bottom of champagne. I feel like I would just go. I would do it in a very public place, like a yogurt store. And I would turn around and be like, Tim, will you make a big deal out of it? And be like, JK, we're just committed to our daughter. I, I don't know because it seems I, odd to me. Sorry. I think I think because it's coming from you and this is in response to two years ago, you guys kind of agreeing to do this. It would be more meaningful if it's a commitment between the two of you because I think your daughter is implied. But just like maybe now that we're having a child, like this is an even bigger step in our connection to each other. So I wanted to symbolize that rather than like this ring, it proves that we're not going to ditch this kid. Yeah, I think you're like sidestepping something. But let's say this is what you want. I don't know. There could be something very cute about like you like lighting a bunch of candles and like having a ceremony. He like comes home and you're just standing there with the rings and you've like written something for him. But yeah, I don't know. Can you put it on right as the baby comes out, right after they cut yes. the umbilical cord? Put it on the cord. Yep. Put it on the cord and then slide it. No, Towards no cord. Him. Or just put it. Yeah. Slide it to the baby, and then when you eat that cord, ingest the ring. I don't know. Kick it. Hi, Liz and Emily. After your snack question in the last episode, I have to ask if you guys have heard of the fake soda trick where you put balsamic vinegar in sparkling water. I tried it with white balsamic vinegar. It tastes like a less sweet Sprite. With Eliza's love of lemon water and sour things, I thought this trend could be a winner. I'm upset by that. Um... I've heard of this. I guess it's like, so are you just trying to avoid the sugar and like the fructose and like the corn syrup? Yes. In that, yeah. I mean, is it better for you to drink like heavily distilled grape? Isn't that what balsamic's made of? Vinegar? I don't know. Is it better to drink vinegar? Maybe people drink apple cider vinegar. It, there's a lot of like hacks out there. Like, you know, yeah. add Lysol to watermelon. Tastes just like a grape. It's like, just eat a fucking grape. <laughs> I think it's very funny to want to hack, to like do mad science because you want to recreate the flavor of Sprite of, out yeah. of all things. Like. It's so accessible. <laughs> I, I guess if you really don't want soda, you don't want those preservatives. I guess the question is, I always, when it comes to the internet, I'm always like, but why are we doing this? Are you yeah. a vegan because you don't want to mm. eat an animal? Great. Don't do it because you think it's healthier because it's not. Like, I always ask yourself, like, why am I doing this thing? And I think in asking yourself that, you'll learn a lot. You'll learn that most things are bullshit. Well, and this new trend of hacks, like the more ridiculous and stupid they are, the more views they'll get. So right. you see all these videos of people making a meal where it's just like covered in cheese and then it has a hot dog in the middle and then they add a layer of uh, of turds and they add a layer of this and a layer of that. And then it's because guess what? You just watched five minutes of it and they got great ad money from that. Also, so. here's a question. Like how much time, like for all like the cooking hacks and cook prep hacks, how much time do you really need to save? Like I understand not like sous vide something versus like, because you want to eat a burrito, but like how much, everything's like, and it cooks in 90 seconds. Like do you, is it a ready to eat meal? Are you in combat? You have yeah. five minutes. All the right. time we spend, and you just clean this part and then pop it in this socket. And then like, you, we spend so much of our time trying to hack time. Like just 
give yourself 10 fucking minutes. No, nothing right. is unimportant. <laughs> I, I will say, I think our question asker was just trying to share something nice that they thought you would like uh, and that would help with I'm my sorry. soda habit. I'm sorry, but you're right. I, I think it's I think it speaks to like this bigger thing of hacks. That sounds like maybe a legitimate hack. I would never try it because then I, I it sounds like too much work to mix the things together when I could just buy a can of something. But I, you I also appreciate the recommendation. Definitely don't own balsamic vinegar. No, I'd have to yeah, buy some. You have to buy it. And while you're there, pick up a six <laughs> pack of spray. Then buy the water and then mix them and be like, is this the right amount? What am I doing here? Um, I do like Sour Patch Kids. That being said, I have less of a sweet tooth now, I guess since having my baby. So I just never drink soda. Not that I drank it before. Yeah, you occasionally would drink a root beer, maybe. Like a Barks root beer. Yeah, but a uh, big water fan. Big water fan. Yeah, you- yeah, I do. Love- and you like a sparkling. It's such a fucking so- scam. Like I pretty much only drink water and like, I still feel like garbage, so. <laughs> Whatever. I think that's because you have, like, a baby. No, I don't, I don't know. I look really You're sad. busy with. I look really good. You but. look great. I think it's looking at health and beauty stuff. You're like, oh, my God, is there more I could be doing? It's like, yeah, it's called surgery. <laughs> well, and on this, like, skincare subreddit, somebody posted at one point and was like, at what point is all the posting here and all the photos of your skin and all the concerns about like barely visible pores is this now a, a mental illness that yeah. we're so focused and you need you don't need 80 creams maybe you need to just like wash your face with water for a week and not overload it with garbage like garbage just so many answers to things that weren't a problem also like you cannot shrink your pores just so you know i appreciate that we all want to look like photoshop korean skincare models but like that's your face and chances are it's better than most faces and most things have terrible chemicals. Most things are like 90% water. Most things are based on genetics. And skincare, the more expensive it is, the more plastic it comes in. That Kim Kardashian, that Kim Kardashian's got a skincare line that is aesthetically pleasing. It's like rods and cones. And it's like 15 grams of plastic for like a dollop of fucking retinol. And she sells refills to go in those canisters. But the refills are just as big as the initial thing. And she's not the only one. A lot of high-end skincare, it's just like the thickest plastic and you're getting mm-hmm. a, an, you're getting a, an ounce of cream. So you yeah. are destroy. and I know it's big companies, but like you are helping to destroy the planet because you're like, I want to feel I have control over my face for one day. Well, I take a bath. And it's all fake. Nobody's showing you real pictures of what the makeup looks like or skincare looks like or what their pores look like. Like if you want to see, if you want to watch pe- what people's skin really looks like, watch those movies that are on Tubi that are like, homemade, basically, quality, and you watch it, you go, oh, that's what people look like? This is awful. Or just know that you're doing okay. If you really want to change your face, it's a lot of makeup. That's what does mm-hmm. it and filters. I use, for, for whatever it's worth, I use Cetaphil to wash my face. And Classic. you can find a billion things where like, oh, don't do it. I use Cetaphil to wash my face, like a CeraVe moisturizer, and then I'll put like Vintner's Daughter or something really nice, but I'm not like going fucking nuts. And you yep. know what? It's fine. Sunscreen is the thing you need to wear. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe your retinol. Yep. Okay. Hey, I, I crew, please make this anonymous since I've recommended a Wait. to several friends. But, you know, try that balsamic vinegar water heck. That sounds fun. Okay. Somebody else try it and let me know if it's true or if this person lost their taste TikTok. buds in COVID. Oh. I am 25, a Chinese gal. Am I the first Chinese listener right in AIA? <laughs> I mean, the first explicitly Chinese listener who, who mentioned I it. like. A Chinese gal. <laughs> Your Netflix specials really helped me to build confidence. I have a question about making the first move. Thank you. I live in the States, 
Oh, I lived in the States for a few years and moved to Europe. Last year, I met a guy, 22, on Bumble last December. We didn't meet in person because he left to the States six days later. We have been texting intermittently. He just moved back to the European city I live in, and we met up twice. Both times I had a great time. However, he didn't make any move. I talked to my girlfriend from Europe. She said boys from this region are famous for being shy, so I probably will need to make the first move. I've never done this before. Also, I'm not 100% sure if you want something beyond friendship. Help, what should I do? Should I follow my girlfriend's advice? Um, I'm dying to know what country you live in. Yeah. Um, I like how it's like a regional thing. Yeah, they're very I shy. I think people think American women are skanks. Oh, you're not American. That's right. Um... But we're just very, like, Americans have a lot of confidence. I'm pretty sure it's most of the reason people come to see me internationally. They're like, look at how much confidence. She's not afraid of anything. She's so confident in how wrong she is. (laughs) Um, I think there's something. First of all, I really don't think boys talk to girls that long and hang out with girls that they're not sexually interested in. And I don't know what your other conversations have been. You said you met on Bumble? Yeah. So that could be yeah, for friends, I, but I don't think no. I don't think that's no. what he was angling for. He wasn't. And if he didn't want to talk to you, I think he just signed off. I mean, there's a version where you have such an incredible personality. He's like, I gotta get more of this Chinese gal personality. Yeah. I think there's something very cute. And I've done this, not while I've been married, but <laughs> in the past. You're hanging out next time. First of all, get a drink. Have a drink. But let's say you're hanging out on whatever in whatever shire, whatever region you're in. Yeah. And make sure you've been hanging out. Like also like a great way to know if a boy likes you is if you say you go do something, see if they'll go with you. Mm -hmm. Like you've gotten the drink. You're like, oh, I wanted to walk over here. Do you want to go? If he says yes, he's into you. Mm -hmm. No dude's hanging out with an ugly girl. Like I guess I'll go for a walk. That sucks. Anyways, just turn to him and be like, do you want to kiss? Do you want to make out? Just say it. No, I just, I so cute. I think, I think you say, Hey, we've hung out a few times. Uh, I really like you. Okay. Do you yeah, want to go? Can this next hangout be like a date? Can this next hangout be mouth to mouth or ass to mouth? <laughs> or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think explicitly. So, okay. Wait, let him-, him go. I need to go to the ATM. And if he doesn't give you a second look, like what does that mean? If he doesn't think ATM, if he thinks, if he doesn't think ATM means mouth, ass to mouth, he's not into you. No. Sorry, so many girls are like, what? <laughs> what? No, I think if you explicitly set up that your next hangout is a date, like, or even if you said, hey, do you want to go on a date with me and do something datey, then see if if you don't want to full out make the no. move, then he'll probably kiss you. Okay, listen, <laughs> this is too much. Don't ask him to make out with this shy boy. I think it's so cute. Be like, oh, no, you can just say, do you want to kiss me? Oh, okay, yeah, say that. Don't say, I- do you want to make out? Oh, that's the same thing, but whatever. Because they'll always say yes. Be like, do you want to kiss me? I, but it's less aggressive. But you can aggressive. tell. Let us know what you're doing for your next date. Unless you guys like don't drink and you only like go look at wheat Right, are you going the to daytime? the library every time with like a group of 10? Make it datey. He likes you. Dress up and, or you know what you could do when he comes to pick you up on his bicycle because you're in Europe? Just kiss him. Just lean in and kiss him. Yeah. Just do it. Because uh, do you want to be friends with this guy independent of that? No. No. Fucking- Put your money where your ass is. I'm sorry. Just put your money where your mouth is, which is where your butt's going to be. ATM. Hope your kids weren't listening. Chinese gal out. She's like, great. Glad I listened. Wrote into the show. Glad I recommended the show to my friends. This is great. Uh, Well, it's time for Top of the Cup. Okay. It's the top of the cup. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cup. Okay, my top of the cup. My 
Top of the Cob is, and it's actually out today. Found out it's today. I did a my Top of the Cob. Okay, let me do my bottom. I think we should always do bottom first. So oh, we end okay. on a high note. However you want to do it. Okay, I want to do it ass to mouth. <laughs> bottom to top. Bottom of the cob, top of the cob is ass to mouth. There you go, Emily. You made it your own. <laughs> My bottom of the cob is um, I played three cities in Northern California this past weekend and I wasn't going to bring the dog because she likes to stay home. But then last minute, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring her. So we called uh, Alaska. That's the airline we were flying. And it's whenever you talk to an airline person, you kind of never know who you're dealing with. Like, is it someone who doesn't know? Is it someone who's fully insane? Right. I've had people like for sure make up rules and you're like, okay, and I use them as gospel. Yeah. And I was like, I want to add the dog. And they're like, okay, there's a pet fee. I'm like, totally, I get that. Yeah. And they're like, she needs to be in a hard kennel. Oh, and that's I was new. like, what? Yeah. That can't go under my feet. And then they were like, well, the pets, like, I think there was a miscommunication. Like they they were at their pet quota for the oh, flight. Yeah. And I'm like, well, whatever, why, they didn't say she's going under the plane. I'm like, but why would that be a kennel? Point is, I would never do that to my dog. So we didn't do that. I think it's, here's what happened. People like to carry their pets and they found a loophole in like the fake service dog paperwork. So we all got fake service dog paperwork because people want to bring their pets. Um, But the fact, like, look, it's $100 every time. Okay, Airline, here's what it should be. It should be merit-based, as most things in our world should be. I have flown, let's say if I fly 10 times with your airline and we get a flight attendant to sign off that my pet traveled without incident quietly, Mm -hmm. I should be able to bring my dog for free. She sits at my feet. She takes up no additional room and I will check my additional bag. Let us bring our fucking pets. Or buy a yearly pass. Something. You're charging me $100 every time and I'm at the mercy of whatever maniac is working there. I fly enough as a traveler that there should be some trust built between me and an airline. Mm-hmm. So that is that bothers me that it's like, whatever we feel like on that day, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. We can let you know ahead of time so you can allot for the weight or whatever. But this thing where you're charging random fees, I stayed at a hotel recently, the pet fee was over $250. And I just, and I didn't bring her and I was like, they're like, it's our cleaning fee. I'm like, I'll tell you what, that room better be sparkling fucking clean when I get into it. Yeah. I didn't bring her. I just think it's it's just random and it's dumb and it's just a way to like gouge people. And I should, I'm a, I'm a triple gold diamond perfect flyer. Let me bring my fucking animal. Yeah. Okay, that's my bottom. My, my bottom is really embarrassing. Um, so people keep knocking on my door because all my neighbors want to introduce themselves. And so I just keep answering the door. Like I'm not looking at the camera. I'm just opening it to, to strangers. And the other day I opened it and I got got by the ADT door-to-door salesman and I bought a system because he was so convincing. Have you learned nothing from me? And I know and I and I and I know that's why this is so embarrassing to tell you. And I almost texted you when it happened, but instead I was like, I'm gonna save it for the pod. Um he was so nice and he was such a good salesman. And he was like talking about, don't yep. buy this, don't buy this. It's a waste. Yep. Buy this lowest package. And I was like, great. And I did it. And one of the sensors already fell off the door. Yep. And they I'll told you me what. that my package is so low, I can't have an app for it. And I'm in a 36-month contract. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. And I'll tell you something else. I'm sorry. I've never said anything that harsh. Basically, what you bought was a rat in a coat. I know. That's just, you basically, <sighs> Emily, I know. Here's the, no, you don't know. Oh my God, this is like practice for me yelling at my teenager. For those of you that are listening, first of all, 
I have an entire half chapter dedicated to this alarm company in my book, All Things Aside. Do you name them? Because legally you don't, right? No, I don't name them. Their service was so horrible and it almost had like a detrimental effect on my existence on this planet. Not only did they not respond when my stalker showed up to my house, uh, their, their sensors would go off randomly waking up the dog for days. They wouldn't let us out of the contract. The police showed up before they ever did. ADT showed up a full hour and a half after my stalker had come to my house twice. And when they showed up, they were like, I called them five times. They were like, we just got the call. It's some like middle-aged woman with like a handful of silly putty. Like there's no, these are not true armed guards. And we bought the service because they had an outpost right by our house. Yeah. And I had to move because this psycho found my house and ADT did nothing. And it got so bad that they let us out of our contract immediately. Yeah. So and when what I you're said, paying for is a little buzzer that goes off. You're paying for the illusion of protection. I know. And I told the guy, I was like, I had really bad experiences with them in California. Really bad. And he was like, it's different here. I can promise no, it's you. Not. And I was like, oh, okay. You know what? I hope it is. I hope it's better for you because what you did was you allowed him to be like, yeah, California is the worst. We here in rural Georgia, you know what? They probably are, but they probably come with their own fucking assault rifles and they're and rebel flags I mean, and they're ready to go. my system is a lot less. I have two, I have four sensors, two uh, motion sensors, four doors, two door, two windows. So it's like a much less, I'm mad I don't have an app for it. I'm mad that a sensor fell off and I couldn't figure out what was happening. Um, Tell you what, I've never said this to someone. But you need to get a gun. <laughs> well, and I deserve this. And I just, as I was sitting there and they literally had the guy come install it the same day and he didn't get here till like 5.30 and then he was here till like yep. 11 at night. <sighs> and you, what you always say to these people is, oh, my boyfriend's not home. My husband's coming later. Like, don't let them know you live alone. I sh- well, and but I got the new homeowner deal. Okay, stop. Top of the, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ guy's hoofing it around your neighborhood looking for people like you and he scared you and I should have been there to protect you. <laughs> now I'm not going to send you the gift I was going to send you because you're going to be dead from a home invasion. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time. Uh, there's so many elderly people around me. I feel like they're better home invasion targets than me. I guess. I don't know. I feel like maybe your stuff has less wear and tear. <laughs> you're going to take it. All right. Well, I hope you're okay. My top of the cob. Uh, do yours and I'll do mine. Okay. My top of the cob is, I'm trying not, not to make everything house related. I think it's getting boring, but I have house and Gracie. And basically it's very cute that she's never been in this much space before. So I see her like trying out different spots. Mm. Like today I found her just kind of sitting in the middle of the floor in the hall, like stretched out. Like, is this where I want to hang out? You know, cats, dogs, pets yeah. always have like kind of three spots that they go to their favorite spots. And she's trying to figure out where hers are. She has one locked and loaded in the office, but everywhere else in the house, she's like, I found her laying on top of a poster. I found her laying in a corner. So just seeing what she likes, testing them all out. Yeah. It's very cute. Making it her own. I love that. My top of the cob. Um, if you're a mother, you might be familiar with the, I, I, it's not a blog. It's the website, Instagram media, social media account, Scary Mommy. And it is a site that, has done a lot of work in terms of like bringing levity to being a mom and kind of openly discussing things about being a mom. And it's kind of like a very modern take on it. It's not like this precious site about, you know, quietly nursing and being ashamed. Like they're very like 
out loud and bold. And they interviewed me. I had a great interview and we did a beautiful photo shoot. And like to this day, it is the most glamorous photo shoot I've ever done. We just saw the pictures. Emily's breath was taken away. Um, And it was a lot of fun. And it's out today. It comes out Wednesday. So head over to the Scary Mommy website, check out their Instagram. You can check out my Instagram uh, to read the full interview. Full disclosure, we were sitting outside and I was just the whole time thinking like, what can I say so that other moms don't hang me? Uh, But I talk about that, how like we shouldn't judge other moms, but I'm really proud of the pictures and it was really fun. And if you're listening to this podcast the minute it drops at like 12.01 a.m. and you're like, why hasn't it been posted yet? Okay, Eliza's going to post about it in the morning time. Yeah, or if they've already posted. So scary mommy backslash hot Hot mom. Just kidding. I don't know the backslash, but I'm on there. So I'm excited about that. So thank you to the people at Scary Mommy, Bustle. The It was a really cool shoot and you won't see Sierra's face, but you will see her naked, dimply tushy. Do you want to talk specifically about any of the cool setups that you had or you want people to just see it s- no. with no knowledge? They had the whole theme was like hot mom summer. Mm-hmm. And I said, they're like, we have this throne made of pool noodles for you to sit on in like this couture outfit. And I said, I would love to be holding my daughter naked. And they were like, can we put pearls on her? And it's just, the picture is more than I could have hoped for. It's very Madonna. And I mean like Christ mother Madonna, not the singer. Like it's very like, and the dog is there. Yeah. So I'm just really proud of it. So please check it out. Jennifer's got a real little model face in that, in that picture too. In that pearl picture, she really is like striking a pose. I got a, the saddest thing happened this morning. We took her for a walk and then I had to go and I came home and her harness was still on and it was on like wrong. And you know that she's like, no one took my harness off. I'm perishing. So I'm going to give her extra attention today. Folks, you are hearing this on Wednesday. That means I'm coming to you this weekend. I'll be in Niagara Falls. I'll be in Ottawa. Coming up, we got dates in Indianapolis, Louisville, Kentucky, Las Vegas, We're all over the place. We're announcing international dates soon. So Eliza.com slash tour. Find your city. Rep your city. Come see me. Ask them out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.